Number one, inverted penis. Let's see your penis. So is this what they taught you at your fancy art school? Why would I draw a penis on my own note? And what about the penises? I thought those were funny. There are several penises there. I'd love Phyllis to run her eyes over. Due to a recent incident involving Phyllis, a man, a map, and his penis, I think you know what I'm referring to. Pam, why don't you work with Phyllis? Phyllis, sorry. I've got penises on the brain. Won't that just shed more light on the penises? That is a risk we have to take. A penis, when seen in the right context, is the most wonderful sight for a woman. But in the wrong context, it is like a monster movie. Alien. Hello and welcome to the Stool Pigeons. I'm Jack Jameswood. And I'm Harrison Davenport. Jack, I believe you had a few interesting factoids to kick us off on this episode. Yeah, I'm going to lay the groundwork for this episode, which is very penis heavy. So I thought we would, you know, warning for our listeners here, this will contain actual information that you can use um, and fact check. I found that there's very many nicknames for penis starting in 1611. Um, a nickname for it was the Plum Tree Shaker. In 1720, it was referred to as the Silent Flute. And during the colonial period, it was referred to as the Shaft of Delight. Other names include 1833, Jingling Johnny. Now, for history buffs out there, they may not know a lot about his historical presidential penises. Here's some interesting facts about presidents and their penises. George Washington best known as the cherry tree guy, could not get his cherry tree erect. Washington was impotent, and this is one of the reasons that the Washington Monument looks like a penis. James Monroe was the first president to receive a dick pic, or at least an etching of a dick. He received a letter congratulating him for becoming the president of the Baltimore Shithouse Cleaning Society, which was signed Jeremiah Jingleballock, and the letter ended, I hope you will accept my old cock, along with a passage that was just the drawing of a guy's cock. LBJ also was known for having a huge penis and would whip it out during interviews, including when, uh, including in this account where a reporter asked why, the Amer- why American troops were in Vietnam, to which Johnson cleverly replied, that's why, and he pulled out his dick to show Jumbo his big-ass dick. I don't think that would be socially acceptable nowadays, right? Um, yeah, I think it's fine. I think, I think everybody, you know, the Me Too, now with Biden in the administration, I think, like, cheating scandals and, well, actually, actually, after the Tara Reid thing, I think everybody's come around and be like, ah, it doesn't matter if the president rapes. Yeah, I think Cuomo is also kind of proof. You just have to wait out the news cycle. Just, you know, 24 hours. Even if you go a week, you can just wait it out. Yeah, I mean, if um, Ralph Northam can get away with blackface and, you know, <laughs> was encouraged by one reporter to, well, actually challenged by a reporter to moonwalk 
during an interview when it was revealed that he uh, dressed up as Michael Jackson, maybe in the 90s or 80s. I can't remember. And they said, can you still moonwalk? And he was thinking about it, then looked at his wife and his wife was like, don't do it, you fucking jackass. So that would have I mean, he would have crushed if he would have done that, though. He would have absolutely crushed. Oh, yeah. And I think the black community would have been like, damn, that's a good moonwalk. So, you know, let's just forget the blackface thing. Water under the bridge. Water under the bridge. Exactly. Well, and speaking of penis stories, I don't know if you happen to see the penis story that came out a couple of days ago. Now, are you talking about the climate change makes your penis smaller story? Um, I think that was... uh, reported first in the guardian by aaron brockovich but got a lot of uh, play in other news outlets as well is that right yeah so the article and i'm reading from fox news because they they summarize it a little bit better and the comments are a thousand times better than the guardian well plus but, plus their branding is um fair and balanced so you know you can't go to the guardian that's a british newspaper Yeah, I agree. We don't need international news in America. People come here to get the facts. They come to get American news. And so this article is titled Pollution Taking a Toll on Penis Size, Scientist Claims. And this is an excerpt uh, just from Shana Swan uh, from her book Countdown. She talks about how a class of chemicals called phthalates are often used to make plastics more flexible is exacting a toll on fertility rates and leading to genital malformation and environmental scientist claims. Swan, PhD professor of environmental medicine and public health at the Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai, details the health consequences of pollution in her book Countdown, which argues more babies are being born with smaller penises. So essentially to summarize the rest of the article, she did a research project on rats first and she found that when they were exposed to more of the phthalates that the rat fetuses had smaller penises and then other findings in her book uh, claim that sperm levels among men in western countries declined by over 50 percent and that was drawing on hundreds of studies involving nearly forty-five thousand healthy men do you think maybe this is one of the reasons the gorilla is very buff and sexy, but has a very small dick. Do you think maybe the jungle has a lot of these uh, plastics in there? Yeah, no. So apparently it's in everything. So I did a little bit more reading and it's in fish. It's in all types of animal wildlife because they there was actually research that came out eight years ago about it was affecting certain mammals and their penis sizes. Well, you know, in Rome, actually... The small penis was the ideal penis. Big penises were bad and silly, and you would be made fun of, whereas small penises were the good kind. Just to kind of talk about the phthalates really quick. So these were banned in many kids' toys over health concerns, but they're still in a lot of packaging uh, and things that we interact with in everyday life, still to this day. Well, I guess uh, Toys R Us is going to have a lot of lawsuits on their hands. Maybe. And, you know, I was actually kind of worried when I read this about our future generations until I made it down to the comment section. And me one good eye said, don't panic. The study was performed at an all liberal university, which received 117 upvotes and seven downvotes. So 
you know, I was worried, but after saying that, I know I'm probably safe. Yeah. Um, if it had been performed at Prager University, which is not a real university, but just a YouTube channel, we could safely say all of these studies are actually real. But Prager, to my knowledge, has not done any kind of penis story, and I don't imagine they will do. They mostly do. Um stories or uh, compilations of Ben Shapiro, who's like 42 years old, screaming at a college student who's 16 about social justice. 85051 says, well, if that's the case, then I must live in a very clean area. (laughs) And that was that was followed up by Bizarro Clown, which I should also say 85051 received 37 upvotes, four downvotes. Bizarro Clown responded, just by the fact you took the time to make that statement means you're lacking, but need to make sure others around you think otherwise. 10 up votes, 17 down votes. Suck it, Bizarro Clown. And Bizarro Clown then followed that up and was also downvoted again. I mean, let's be honest, even if it is a, is a pretty good uh, point, you know, you can't really trust somebody that selects Bizarro Clown for their name. Yeah, that. That was always going to fail with responding to someone. You could have just picked anything else other than that one. And yeah, I mean, finally, child rapist is even funnier as a name than bizarro. <laughs> I agree. Finally, mouse on the moon 422. Yeah, the new generation of males are secretly fed estrogen in the school's free lunches to make them more docile and easier to indoctrinate. Hence the huge influx of kids who think they are LGBTQ XYZ. 51 thumbs up three thumbs down now I, I always wonder how they're getting like all these e- estrogen supplements to put in the school because that would be very expensive for a school district to even do even if you had an ideology that was based around like well we're going to do something very malicious here and uh you know spike the students lunches with estrogen like half the school district would have to be paying for all these estrogen supplements to put into the school food, which would be very expensive, especially when school districts are hemorrhaging money because of COVID. Well, they were hemorrhaging money, but you know, with the new Biden bailout, this is actually in that bill. I think it provides estrogen funding for some of these big cities like San Francisco and other places, you know, where, uh, that I believe this guy's referring to in the comments. Now, this could be another reason also why the wars that we're, we've been fighting have been so drawn out and haven't been uh, going very well is they've also been, you know, uh, putting into the MREs, which is the meals that soldiers eat, maybe some of these estrogen things that they've also been giving children to make them more docile. That could have been something that Obama did because he was, you know, a little bit sympathetic to Middle Easterns in, ge- in general. Yeah, I agree. Not to mention uh, the whole gay bomb thing that I didn't even get to get into last episode because we just had so much stuff to talk about as it relates to the COVID stuff. Yeah. And I mean, if you uh, believe uh, WorldNet Daily, there is lots of literature that their main writer for that website has found that uh, in his past and while president, Obama was a gay prostitute. I think that's definitely true. Which clearly explains the estrogen supplements that they're giving to children. And the thing is, is, isn't this good for the people that didn't get all the estrogen in their food? Because the small, the 
next generation, their dicks are going to be smaller. So you would think like they would be getting more ladies. So wouldn't you welcome this strategy of small dick uh, Gen Z? I think it's good. Who's this good for? For Gen Z? No, for millennials and older who weren't exposed. Oh, to okay. All the, right, yeah, the, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when they're out there hunting for just the uh, younger chicks. They're like, hey, come on. We all know what they're packing. Yeah, but I mean, we have to consider that the increasing rates of bisexual and transgender uh, identification among the younger generation, they might come to accept uh, historically what Rome did, which was the beauty and prestige of the small penis, which could hurt lots of men who have worked very hard as construction workers, plumbers, and uh, guys that just drink beer after work. Ooh, didn't even think about that. Or take those uh, trucker pills from the gas station, those penis penis enlargement pills. I was reading a guy that did uh, a review of all the gas station dick pills. Like he did this for like <laughs> men's health. All the ones that were supposed to be unsafe, including the one that who was the basketball player that one of the Kardashians was married to. Chris Humphreys, Kim Kardashian was married to Chris Humphreys, and then Courtney Kardashian was with Lamar Odom, I think, and a few other players. Yeah, um, this writer took the supplement that Lamar Odom uh, blamed for him blacking out, and he, oh, okay, yeah, and but he was going through all the dick pills, and they were had almost all negative side effects. Like it would get their dick hard, but they would feel terrible, and their penis would hurt. I could imagine. There's no way those things can be safe. Yeah. I mean, this guy is a lot more adventurous than I would be because he was a freelance journalist just doing this on his own time. And he was taking all the supplements that he could find and he was targeting the ones that were the most dangerous to use. And they all had terrible side effects. Yeah. John Jones, who is a UFC fighter, he's one of the best ever. He, uh, he actually failed a drug test and he blamed the gas station dick pills and they tested them and there was just all kinds of chemicals in them. Oh, that was another article that he had written as well, which was to take those. And those also gave the guy like a stomach ache and made his penis hard. But he also couldn't feel um, the circulation in his penis after he took them. The thing I don't get is. For John Jones and Lamar Odom, like they have access to just get regular Viagra or Cialis. I don't understand why they can't just go out and get it by normal means. Like, why would you do that? Why would you go to the gas station? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm, and also, you can just order Blue Chew online. I don't know why you're so like, eh, well, that's going to take like a day or two for the shipping to come through. I'll just go to the local gas station and go with like extremely hard pill. And you just yeah. take that and you're like, oh, OK, well, I passed out and uh, I dr drove my car into a ditch and I'm being blamed for murder. So, Jack, speaking of horror stories and our wonderful American healthcare system, I'm going to play a clip for you really quick. OK. A plastic surgeon has been arrested in the state of Florida after he mutilated a man's penis uh, when he went into reverse a procedure that he did with another plastic surgeon who just completely screwed things up. Now, this is a devastating story. It's uncomfortable to even talk about. But Mark David Schreiber is the plastic surgeon who's been arrested. And Schreiber is accused of performing an unlicensed surgical procedure on a 55-year-old man 
who wanted a filler removed from his penis. The patient had originally received the filler material in hopes of making his penis longer and thicker. From Schreiber's aide, uh, Neri Gonzalez, who is currently on the run and facing charges similar to Schreiber's. So the patient swallowed five unknown pills on the day that he had this procedure, and he was instructed and knew nothing more until he woke up the next morning at home in extreme pain and with his groin swathed in bloody bandages. According to Schreiber's arrest warrant, the victim removed the bandages, and uh, he found that his penis had been completely mutilated. (laughs) I love that oof sound at the end, too. Yeah, I mean, that that reminds me of an episode from American Horror Story where the Nazi doctor in in, uh, season two amputates this very attractive girl all of her limbs and then this this is even worse actually you wake up in the morning and you're like oh i don't feel too well there's a lot of blood on those bandages and you slowly unravel the uh tape and gauze and you're like okay well where's the penis at well i'm sure they've got it all fixed up and uh, sutured here good god what is that monstrosity that's either the sound or it's Now, um, Harrison, you you said this is really a problem of, you know, the greatest healthcare system in the world, which is uh, the USA, baby. But actually, in Portugal, there are other uh, similar problems, such as this from just last week. $30,000 for a botched penis job could lead to new law case. Judges in Lisbon have ruled that a well-known plastic surgeon should pay one of his clients $30,000 for a botched job performed on enlarging the man's penis. As a result of the news, a second man has come forward to say he too will be suing the surgeon as he has suffered a similar personal disaster. Rui Fernandez, 53, elected to have surgery to increase his penis size in 2016. The real ordeal, as he describes it, ended with an even smaller penis, one so small, in fact, that he says he can't hold it in his hands. The whole experience has completely ruined his sex life. He tells a reporter that he hasn't been uh, he hasn't managed to be with a woman since the operation. Man, that is very rough. Now, you see a lot of these. There was another one out of California recently where there was also an unlicensed surgeon that was performing penis enlargement. And the people that are getting these surgeries seem to have done zero research, including uh, they've been deprived of the Internet, I guess. Because if you just type in penis enlargement surgeries, they're almost all horror stories where the guy goes in and gets his dick removed. That is just never a good idea, though, to go in and actually get a penis surgery. I mean, there's nothing they can really do for you. What was the story you had told me about, about the soldier who got his penis blown off and they were going to try and give him a new penis? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, um, I think, from a year ago. They did it at John Hopkins, which it is it was the first uh, penis graft that had ever been performed. And like a lot of other things in medicine where they do uh, exceptions and carve-outs for the military, this soldier who had his dick blown off by an IED in Iraq was the first recipient of the transplant, and he got to select his dick, and it was very big from what I remember from the story. You have to do that, though. I mean, if, if you're getting a new one, like, why not? You got to go all in. 
Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm sure they have some kind of restrictions that you can't get elephant penises just so that you could murder women while having sex with them. <laughs> yeah, or someone who's just super into, like, hentai gets, like, a like a horse monster penis. No, they would be getting tentacles, would be my bet. They would just be getting tentacles with <laughs> suction so that they could just strangle people with their penises. I've never understood the tentacles thing. That is, what was that uh, sex education on Netflix where the one girl was like very, very into tentacles? Oh, well, and you, uh, maybe you're also thinking of uh, Kirk Eichenwald, who is a Nobel Prize winner or Pulitzer Prize winner for uh, reporting in journalism, who was caught uh, during some kind of, uh, no, he had a screenshot that he put up on Twitter where one of the tabs was octopus porn. Mm, okay, I have heard of the octopus porn as well. He explained it away as saying that actually he was just showing his family. Now, he was on Pornhub. He said he was showing his family just how ridiculous uh, like porn categories have gone, which seems like a very weird thing to do on like a Friday or Saturday night. Hey, kids, come in here. Daddy's on Pornhub. Let me show you something. Yeah, I also wonder how old his family members are. Oh, they are very old um, because he's a aging bald man. Mm, okay, I mean, it's definitely still weird, though, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Also, um, it was a lie, so. Oh, right. It was just him cruising the web watching uh, octopus porn. Yeah, well, no, I, it's actually not octopus porn. It's tentacle porn. It's two different things. So there are some people that are into uh, octopuses, I guess, but most of it is into people that have uh, tentacle fetishes. So you see lots of like anime and hentai where the girl is still a girl, but she has tentacles for arms and hands for some reason. Why you would want to have sex with that creature, I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe they were traumatized as children. That would be my bet. So you're telling me there's... Two subgenres. There is tentacle porn and there's octopus porn, but those are two separate factions. Well, two separate factions, but the people that are into it definitely overlap. And if you did a Venn diagram, it would both mostly just be one circle. Okay, Jack, you want to take a quick break? Oh yeah, I've got to take a huge shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack, are you ready for our Reddit read of the week? Absolutely. Today's story comes from r slash small dick problems titled, Why Does the World Hate Us So Much? They may have small dicks, but their problems are very big. Very, very big. Throwaway account, because we all know why. Sad face. Why does the world hate us so much? We didn't choose to be born. Nobody chooses their dick size. Yet, unfortunately, this usually determines how one is seen by wider society. Well, they may not choose their dick size, but uh, there are some doctors in Portugal and Florida and California that will make your dick even smaller. But they're willing to help you out. Yeah, and I'm sure the bill is pretty outrageous. Yeah, not to mention the corrective word. <laughs> yeah. If you're a man with a large penis, people, especially women, see you as highly valuable in the sexual market and more masculine than men with smaller penises. Now... If you're anything like me and have a two-inch micropenis, well, we're seen as a joke. We're the laughing stock of the world. People see us as inferior subhumans. They don't look at us as real men. We're made to feel worthless. I don't understand this. 
Usually it's bad to discriminate against others based on something they cannot control. Yet when it comes to small dicks, that rule is chucked out the window. Why the double standard? Now, gorillas have evolved to have very small dicks, but they are very strong. And no one would go to a zoo and threaten a gorilla in any way. So maybe the solution here for the two-inch small dick guys is to just work out a lot and to be so buff that you can actually just kill another man. Or, you know what? You have a small penis, you do what people have historically done, which is buy lots of guns. I think that's a good solution. I think the working out solution is probably the best one. But yeah, you definitely can't be really fat and short and have a small micro penis. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, you can, and if you are even wealthier, you can get one of those big ass trucks and do coal rolling and that should substitute for having a small dick and women will want to fuck you and think you're very cool because they love coal rolling from what I read in lots of teenage, uh, teenage Vogue and self-help books for uh, teenage girls and uh, 20-somethings. Yeah, don't forget you also have to lift your truck up. And I don't know if that's correct phrasing. And you also have to uh, have giant rims on there as well. Now, if you're very insecure, you want to get what are called truck nuts. Yes, the truck nuts. The bigger, the better, from what I hear. Much like penises. I'm never going to have a relationship, let alone a sex life, with women. I'd love to do the things most guys do and sleep around and have fun, just as nature intended. Yet I can't. Women don't want guys like us. They see us as a complete joke. Men that are bigger than us also look down on us just to boost their pathetic egos because they won and the stupid genetic lottery. Also, I don't want to give women the disappointment of seeing me. I've been thinking about visiting a prostitute, legal in my country, but she'll probably just laugh or be grossed out. And so it'll just be awkward. Now, sex workers will not do that because they want a tip. It is the same way that, uh, you know, if you're obnoxious at your local Applebee's, uh, your waitress will still be very nice to you and say, oh, no, 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 I, I, yeah, you've spilled five drinks or whatever, but, you know, that's all in good fun. Uh, I'm your waitress, uh, Sarah, and we're very happy that you're here. Now, they're lying, but as professionals, they want tips, and it's the same thing with sex workers, so this guy does not have to worry about a professional sex worker that has a good Angie's List rating uh, laughing at his penis. She won't do that because she is a professional. This guy should also just learn to make a joke of himself. Just make a joke about his small penis. Be like the fun guy who gets super wasted or just like takes a lot of drugs and also has the small penis, like just takes his penis out in unnecessary events. I think he could play that role. As opposed to like, women hate me, guys make fun of me, I'm a huge disappointment, my parents think I'm a loser. Yeah, just do stand-up comedy where you stand up in front of people and pull your pants down and they laugh at you for the 20 minutes. And I think you can get away with that too. So like, if your penis is that small, it's actually funny, like if you were to take it out. And women will think, damn, this guy's courageous, he holds nothing back, I'm gonna have sex with him. Yeah, He's so brave. Exactly. He's basically doing uh, the opposite of whatever Me Too is, but for guys. 
also, if this guy can hold out for about 10 more years, the next generation that's so fucked up from all the environmental, uh, what are those, phthalates, he'll be fine. He might just be slightly below average at that point. And there's a good chance that after Elon Musk gets done with SpaceX and every like half the population's on Mars, he probably will do some kind of solar technology that will make your dick bigger. How do you guys cope with this? I'm barely 20, and I don't think I can handle this hatred. People make jokes about us, and for some twisted reason, this is okay. I've never even kissed a girl. I'm a lonely male adult virgin, and that's who I'll always be. I get so jealous of other guys knowing they're packing more than me. I get angry at young couples knowing I'll never experience that kind of love. We're so unlucky, and society just laughs at our faces. Now, I'm going to take back recommending this guy, Gunn, because he's watching other couples and getting angry at their experiences. Not only is he watching them, but he's just imagining other people having fun, and he's getting groceries, I suppose, and just imagining the size of the guy's dick that's looking at the potato chips and getting very angry. So... Whoever this guy's name is, his username was deleted. But, sir, if you are out there, please, uh, I take back my gun comment. It will not help you after uh, reading over your post. It would be very bad for you, and I imagine you would be one of the people that we would see on the news very soon if you did get a gun. So, Jack, did we have any good comments for this one? Yeah, we had a couple here from... uh, uh grow dick or die trying (laughs) so very on topic this guy i would imagine is a frequenter of this uh subreddit and he says and gas station dick pills oh yeah and he says uh possible trigger warning coming up so you know it's probably either going to be very good or very stupid and uh grow dick or die trying says i've always hated myself for where i stand in the link department But about a month and a half ago, someone on Twitter posted a picture of their penis, which was larger than a can of Monster Energy drink. That is a huge, huge penis. That is ridiculous. A woman could not even have sex with that guy. So continuing, it went viral. The guy was getting praised left and right. Now, I'm on Twitter and I did not see this. Did you see it? I didn't. I didn't see that either on Twitter. Yeah, I, I don't know if uh, AOC and Mark Rupi- Rubio were coming out and saying like, oh, <laughs> you know, they were they were hitting the like button and retweeting it. But, you know, I'm not always online, so I must have missed that. He continues, the guy got fame and even money because his penis is so big. And what do I get? Question mark. I get made fun of, told to kill myself, and <laughs> cursed with a penis that looks like a sad sea creature. That moment just made me feel a hundred times worse, and it still does. Maybe I should listen to those people. <laughs> On a side note, I couldn't agree more with your username. Whatever. God, the- I wish I knew what it was. It, yeah, it must have been very good because it was deleted. What else did we have? The Well, the original uh, poster responds with a very balanced and uh, emotionally stable comment saying, Ah, oh, yes, this is our world, a world of complete and utter stupidity. I didn't get upset. I actually just laughed. I'm not surprised one bit. You're born lucky, you get praised. You're born unlucky, you're punished. Nothing of which was a choice of your own. 
people insult us and wish we were dead because we were in unlucky, genetically speaking. I want to ignore it, but I can't. How can we ignore society when people are constantly making jokes and insults? Now, before I can finish with this, if he hasn't kissed a girl and he's using pseudonyms online, how does anyone know that he has a small penis? Because he he was he even says that he, he hasn't even he's worried about even showing it to a prostitute. So all of this anger, the insults and fears are completely in his head, wouldn't don't you think? Yeah, that exactly. I think it's totally built up in his head. I think he's just built up this idea that society hates him because his penis is small, but I think he's going to be okay. I think he just has self-esteem issues and definitely a lot of built up anger. I guess he imagines that the guy that he sees in the grocery getting cold cuts can just tell that he has a small dick and is laughing at him in his head. Yeah, he's like, I don't even buy hot dogs anymore because I got made fun of in that section. I haven't even left my room in six months and I just have a loaded gun next to my head. Could you please, <laughs> could you guys tell me how to get a bigger dick? Anyway, he, he um, continues, like if people just ignored us and didn't give a shit, then that'd be great. He continues, unfortunately, they do a 180 and dehumanize us. And yes, I want the world to burn. Well, maybe just human civilization, since we're experts at driving others to suicide. We fucked up this world so much. Earth is way better off without us. I'm guessing he's talking about human civilization and not the small dick people. Or maybe he wants to do genocide against the big dick people. Now, this would be a good uh, redo of Batman where the Joker, uh, you know, it's It's not about the money. It's about sending a message. Everything burns. I think that's kind of what he's wanting to do. It's not about the big dicks. It's not about the sex. It's about sending a message. And he's just running some kind of like Nazi army. But it's the ideology is bent towards big dick guys. And they're just in uh, like Auschwitz for big dicks. I mean, this guy should just get into somewhat mainstream fetish like cuckolding or something like that. Or get into tentacle porns, guy. I mean, come on. He could just strap himself in tentacles and it wouldn't even matter. Is that how, I, or is it always cartoon? I, I have no idea. I've never, the only thing that I've been interested in was the Kirk Eichenwald story because uh, I always, whenever he says something because, you know, he hates Bernie Sanders and AOC. So I'll just uh, occasionally send him a gif of uh, tentacles. Oh, okay. All right, pigeons. Well, that's your homework. Look up pen- or, uh, look up tentacle porn and... Uh, or harass Kurt Eichenwald on uh, Twitter. Yeah, and r slash. <laughs> Go to r slash and downvote all of his videos on YouTube. All right, Jack, you ready to get out of here? Yep. Okay, just a few quick reminders. Please follow us on Twitter at The Stool Pigeons. Uh, if you're listening on a platform that allows you to rate, subscribe, and review, so i.e. Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. And our premium episodes are available on Patreon. And finally, please follow the link in the description to our YouTube channel. Yeah, and, and please subscribe. Please go to r slash and downvote all of his videos. And when you open them up, immediately back out and close the window so that it looks like he has terrible engagement with the audience. That would be great, too. So you don't even have to watch our videos. We just want his videos to 
uh, suffer in the Google search algorithm. Okay, thank you for listening. Thanks.